When you say confidence, what, how do you define confidence? Because some people think of confidence as this like overt external expression of like self-assurance. What, what did you mean when you mm. said, I didn't have confidence and it's still an ongoing battle? What is that? I think it's not what the world always thinks, like you say. You know, we always have this thing of confidence, as you say, it's this, mm. unstoppable, I can do anything. You know, I think um, life is always humbling, you know, in every way, just like the wild, you know, the mountains are humbling. You know, the, the real things in life are humbling. So you remind us that, you know, it's often a battle and, you know, you've got to sometimes put your head down and do your best and you're going to fail and you're going to struggle and you're going to have doubts and you're going to have self-doubt. And, but, but try, try and get your feet and keep going. And, uh, and I think that is, um, that is confidence. You know, confidence is the quiet stuff and the, and the honesty and, and to, to say this is a struggle, but, but let's go. You know, let's, let's, let's do our best. I love that thing of the scouts, you know, do your best, you know, which is so smart because I think so much of the world is about be the best, you know, mm. win, number mm. one, you know, but actually that doesn't always stand the, the pressure test of time and of, of life and of going for big things that are always going to be humbling. And I think the thing of do your best, you know, it's dip, 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 you know, DYV, do your best. I, I love that because wherever you're at, you, you can do that. You know, it's a decision, isn't it? It's not a gift. It's not something we're born with, like the looks or the academic or the sport, it's something you've got to summon. And uh, I like that. What were the symptoms of having a lack of confidence when you were that age? What, what would it look like? How did it manifest itself? I think probably just being quite shy. And, uh, and I think you see the, the people at school always, the, 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 the bigger personalities. And it was always like, gosh, you've got to be like that to get anywhere. And it's a life journey, isn't it? To realise it's almost the opposite. It's almost the opposite. You know, the, the, the quiet persevering, relentlessly trying to pick yourself up through the failures and, and keep going and, and know the wealth of life. The wealth is always found in our relationships. And, and you know, you, you come across people who are rich in friendships and, you know, rich in passion and love what they do and love the people they work with. And, you know, and that's enough. That's wonderful. But it takes a bit of unlearning, doesn't it, of saying, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to, the people not always to look up to aren't always the front and centre. And as I get older, I see more and more heroes, left, right and centre. Well, more left and right rather than centre. <laughs> you know, and, and I love that. I, I sort of see it in people. And, uh, you know, I see it in our camera crew. I mean, look at, look at what's been a core part of my job for however many years, many years now, you know, the, the filming and stuff. And, you know, the focus is always on the person in front of screen and, and, you know, that horrible word of talent, as they call it. Mm. I never felt very talented, still don't. Still feel I'm surrounded by way more talented people, but it's, life isn't a competition about who's more talented. It's a, it's a journey to take with great friends. And I look at our camera crew and to me, true heroes, you know, they work harder, they, they carry heavier weights, mm. you know, unsung, you know, relentlessly positive, carry me many times, you know, in so many ways, encourage me when, when I've been struggling and I look at them and, and still, brothers and sisters, best friends to this day. Uh, I think it's probably the thing I'm most proud of in my career, actually, are the friendships with our crew, you know, in an industry that is notoriously transient. You know, people have crew come, crew go, new crews, you know, but we've kept pretty well the core crew from 
from the beginning. Mm. And uh, part of it's that we're obviously working in difficult, dangerous terrain and you forge stronger bonds than you would in a shiny studio. Mm. But part of it is that the loyalty really matters from both, goes both ways. Uh, and I love that. You said that you kind of have a bit of an allergic reaction to the word talent, right? Just from a few other things that you said in that little opener, I wondered if you you relate at all to the to the phrase imposter syndrome at all. Because you're someone who's, the world has this image of you as being this like unbelievable, mountain scaling, fearless adventurer. And even you talking about a lack of confidence doesn't seem to fit into that narrative that the world must hold of you. So mm. have you ever felt what they call imposter syndrome at all? Would you have a different Yeah, I think so. I think it's ongoing. I think, it's, I think it probably grows, you know, the more, you know, the more sort of, something does well you know we you know we, we did the show this year for netflix called you versus wild you mm. know and we just got the news you know this morning we got nominated for three emmys for it and the crew go babe i so excited but part of my heart dies part of me is like oh it's like that gulf between the the sort of tv sort of you know guy and, and the it gets bigger you know and i feel from day one i felt I almost had more confidence, I think, in my skills at the beginning. I think as the years have gone on, I've realised, actually, I've often been surrounded by people who are better, better climbers, better skydivers, better survival guys, better looking, fitter, stronger, all of these things, just because we've built a, a crew of ninjas, a true mm. heroes. And, you know, we've got to work with people and locals and experts all around the world year after year. And I think more and more, I feel these guys are, those, or that person we met there or that person we met, they are amazing. They'd be much better at the job than me. But, you know, like I say, our, jo our job isn't to be the best, you know, it's to do our best. And, and you know, for some reason, I've been given this, this, the chance to do this. It's what I've always loved. I love the adventures. I love, like I say, the friendships and, you know, the job we do. And I think you can only ride that and be grateful for it. And, and like I say, do do your best and, and not worry about too much about how the TV makes it always look. I mean, the truth is the TV always puts the best bits. They cut out the trips and the stumbles and, and you put anything to music and the guy's going to look cool, <laughs> you know. But I think an element of why the show worked when we first started doing it is that we did show a lot of the mistakes and it was kind of the slips and the stumbles and the ums and the ahs. And I remember from day one that the producer that came came to me and said, well, we want to do this show where we drop you in the middle of difficult places and you show us how to get out of there. And, and, and I kept saying no, because I didn't want to do TV. I didn't know about TV. And I was like, oh. and, you know, but you kept saying, we don't want that. It doesn't need to be perfect. And, I've, and it was my wife that said, well, why don't you go and try it? You know, and I just left the military. We just got married. We were kind of starting out and she was smart. She said, go and try it. And actually it's never felt like making a perfect thing. I think the magic at that time, it was the first show that came along that let all the mud be on the lens and the rain on the lens and the trips and the stumbles and you saw the cameraman's mm. hand and it would come, there was an, a sort of interactivity that, mm. was, that was great. And I always felt if it's not broke, don't fix it. The stumbles, the trips, the struggles, the, the mistakes are part of life. Uh, but the uh, part of my heart that dies is it goes, it all makes it look too good or too, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm a really regular guy. I'm a regular dad as well. You know, I'm not, I'm not brilliant at any of these things, but I, I know what I love and I know the weapons that serve me best. And the weapons are always this, you know, be dogged, be determined, be, be the most resilient person out there when it's hard. 
you know, come alive in the big moments. When it's not the big moments, you don't need to be front and center, but in the big moments, be there. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode.